in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hey, Top 10 fans, welcome to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Uh, here from the Top 10 show, I am John Roca. Uh, I am Matt Nost, and this is a show we do for Patreon or our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10, where they send in whatever they'd like to ask us, bring up topics of discussion, whatever the case is. They send it in there. We read it. Yeah. And I think you start this time, Frank. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's jump into it. Uh, let's see. This one's from CJC Clark. Uh, so I, I think this is Chuck Clark. Uh, he says, hello, man, John. Hope you and everyone listening is doing well. If you guys could be a fly on the wall for the filming of any scene in movie history, which one would it be? I think mine might be the famous scene in Heat with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. I don't know if you've seen that movie, Matt. Probably a basic answer, but watching two of the best work off each other would be hard to pass up. Thanks for taking my question, and have a great day. Chuck Clark, hashtag Let's Go Mountaineers. Matt, what's your answer to this one? (laughs) It's a good question. It is. It is. I kind of want to see somebody go way over the top okay and see how it feels in the room versus how it felt in the theater oh good question good uh good a point of view yeah 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 Yeah. so like certain things may work but if you watched it in real time you're like wow this looks mm-hmm. like how is this going to translate type of thing or do you feel the raw power of it it doesn't look yeah. ridiculous like they're chewing scenery like say gary oldman in the professional right 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 like, He's that looks like it could go very wrong, I'd imagine, in person to some people. Right. Uh, and then it just like, wow, or was it incredibly powerful or anything Day Lewis does where he's 100 percent dialed into his character? And do you feel that same magic? Yeah. You know, on set that you do across film. What if you're in that cavern with him and Ridley Scott? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ridley Scott. And everybody. And he's like, uh. Well, no, I saw Michael Mann, and he's just like, you know, stay alive. I will find you. And you're like, oh, man, this is uh, pretty incredible stuff. This is yeah, does it resonate as yeah. well? And, you know, certain comedies, just to be on the set. Oh, man. Yeah, just <laughs> hanging out, like, because you'll see, like, bloopers and outtakes sometimes from movies and TV shows. Yeah. And they're starting to crack up, and the line's not funny or the punchline is kind of weak in this you know it's a setup to another punchline like right. it's building too so you're like what the fuck are you laughing at or is that set just that much fun where yeah. somebody was cracking jokes right before they started now they can't get out of their head and they can't deliver this line type of thing yeah uh like what would be fun something along those lines what do you have uh well i mean the th- thing is crazy about it is is i mean you make an excellent point because my friend shannon worked on a set uh, for three days on The Mentalist. This was a few years ago. The story's always stuck with me. He worked with Simon Baker. Like, he was in a few scenes with Simon Baker. And he said to me, he's like, this motherfucker isn't doing anything. He isn't doing anything. 
And then he goes and, and he was in like the area where you could see the monitors and he's rewatching the playback of the scenes that he's in. And he is blown away by how Simon looks on screen mm-hmm. and it looks like he's doing a lot. But when you're in the room, it looks like he's not doing anything or not much. So that's what you talk about, this idea of like, what would it like to be in the room? Would you still have the same effect as if you were watching it in a theater or whatever? So I totally get that uh, perspective on it. Uh, I think for me, uh, I think there are a few that pop into mind. Uh, I'd love to have been there with uh, Coppola for Brando, any of the Brando scenes in um, Mm -hmm. Apocalypse Now, like with uh, Martin Sheen or with Hopper, those scenes where he's just like kind of doing those monologues just to be in that fucking place and you're probably so alive because at any moment a tsunami is coming to tear your set to pieces yeah. so you're capturing this guy and you know you've got the drama between him and coppola because he's overweight he hasn't read the lines he hasn't memorized the lines and so that frustration the energy of it all would probably drive my anxiety through the roof but just being able to witness someone like that do a scene like that would be incredible yeah. i think denzel as malcolm maybe in the um and I, obviously i'd be in the production i wouldn't be in the uh, audience, but maybe during that scene where he's like, you know, Plymouth Rock, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on us. Like to be in the room to see him delivering yeah. Malcolm X speech, I think would be incredible. And comedy wise, probably Will Ferrell in Anchorman or maybe even um, in Wedding Crashers when he has that scene with Owen Wilson near the end of the movie, just to see him improving and doing crazy shit. Sure. That would be fun as fuck, man. What if you were in the, the crowd? For Rocky Four and just like oh. <laughs> it works for me at least. It I works. Know it does. I know it does. It's got a certain you can change. <laughs> uh, does it have are you watching that going, oh my God. Yeah. What has happened to this character? What is going on? Is this gonna work? What oh. is this? <laughs> um but it, <laughs> Fucking works. Mm. It works. But yeah, there's got to be. Uh, I love that dude. The uh, what is it, Simon? Whatever. Simon uh, Baker. Yeah. Baker. Yeah. Because Catherine liked the Mentalist, so we I, I watched yeah. it on and off with her, and you know it's formulaic, whatever. It's yeah, you know procedural drama on CBS. Totally. But he always he looks like he's miscast. He should be a pretty boy in a western because he has the same eyes. He does yeah. that. Peering into the sun, a la Kurt Russell and Tombstone. Just the, every scene. Oh yeah, he's, he is. He is excellent on that show. It's perfect for that show. He is excellent on that show. Everybody else to me is pretty much a swing and a miss. <laughs> Not kidding. I don't like the performances of anyone else on that oh, show, and he is something to watch. Yeah, yeah. But he never really translated. I know they tried him. He was in Margin Call and some rom com thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He was he, they would they tried to make him work. Kind of like yeah. Josh Lucas. They tried to make him work and in the end it just wasn't enough. Yeah. He's Australian too. According to Josh, he said he walked away. What? Josh uh uh Lucas. Oh, Lucas. he's saying he walked away? Oh no, no, not Lucas. I'm saying Hart. Oh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did Hartnett. say he walked away. He says he said the stuff he was being offered just didn't excite him anymore. Uh, and he wasn't really built to be kind of that teen heartthrob thing, so that's why when he showed up in Penny Dreadful, I was like, uh, and then he, and then the show. Well, I watched the show and he was great. Uh, so yeah, I, I get it. Sometimes you know, just because you're, I don't know, I don't want to say this in a way that's like kind of, uh, but just because you you'll have a certain look doesn't mean you're necessarily comfortable being that thing. Look at Pitt. Pitt's done yeah. 
his whole life he's trying to run away from that pretty boy shit uh with the roles he chooses you know? mm-hmm. has he <laughs> i feel like i mean yes yes he's, and he's, no okay fair he's pretty dirty and snatched but he's still good looking he lady. still takes his shirt off and you're he like does. you're right it does this dude is in excellent shape and then once upon a time in hollywood yeah it's not out i'm gonna i'm gonna fix this antenna let me just take my shirt off all right let me beat uh, up the Manson. Yeah, the character's <laughs> motivation is not peacocking. No, true, true. Character That's more true. than often. Yeah, does peacock but at some point? I find it different than Affleck, though. Affleck has to take his shirt off in every every film, except for maybe I, yeah. way back. But like this one, I, but but like with Pitt, I think it seems organically natural uh, in the films that he's in. We've seen so. him do it so many times now yeah. that it just yeah. seems. Yeah, he's got a shirt off. He takes a shirt off, you know? (laughs) He does sometimes. It's fine. We're all good. You know, he's good. Uh, What about the Marvel movies? Maybe at the end of Endgame for any of those moments. I mean, it's green screen, but still acting. I was going to say Attack of the Clones. What Can you imagine being on that where they had the full everything? You're sitting on this and everything is green screened. Like, how stilted does this dialogue feel between these two characters? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good point. That's a good point. We're younglings. I realize that's in the third Revenge of the Sith, but (laughs) dude, you're an excellent actor, man. This must have been tough. That's a tennis ball. That's a tennis ball that you're acting at. That's pretty incredible. I genuinely genuinely don't know how good an actor Hayden Christensen is on some. Oh, there was that what? Something glass broken. Yeah, shattered glass. glass. Shattered glass. I saw that. It was all right. He's good in that. Yeah, I like Jumper. Oh, yeah. A lot of people like Jumper. Yeah, totally. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's coming back for Kenobi, so you've got a chance to assess him a little bit more. Hold on. Chris Evans had one that was roughly similar to Jumper, right? I think I like that one better than Jumper. Yeah. Wasn't Tom Holland in that one, too? It was Chris Evans and Dakota Fanning, I want to say, in the Chris Evans one. And then Jumper was Crittenson and maybe Rachel Bilson? That sounds about right to me. Let me see here. When Chris she Evans. was getting a shot? Uh, Chris Evans. Let's see here. Push. I think push, push. is the one you're thinking of, right? Yep. Push. Right, right, right. He's uh, the two young Americans with special abilities must race to find a girl in Hong Kong before a shadowy government organization called Division does. Camilla Bell's in this. Wow. And Dakota Fanning. Yeah, you're right. Good call, man. Chris Evans. Corey Stoll. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't tell you who else is in. It's been a while. Okay. But right. I think I remember liking Push more than Jumper. Like, Jumper could have been something. Yeah. Oh, the guy who directed that directed Lucky Number Slevin, which is what Josh Hartnett was in. I liked Lucky Number Slevin. That was good. Yeah. Oh. He also directed four episodes of uh, Sherlock. So, oh, all right. Not a bad actor. Or director, rather. All right. Fair enough. Paul McGuigan. Okay. All right, guy. Uh, any other answers to this one? Uh, I mean, sure. I I could keep going. Yeah, yeah. Would you want to be in the crowd for Hoosiers or something? No, no. All right. White man can't jump. Would you want to be there watching Wesley and? uh, Oh, to see how bad Wesley was, (laughs) and how pretty good. Like Woody has a legit jumper. That's all you ever heard. And Wesley could not fucking dribble. Like, could not. Where are the outtakes for that? (laughs) Where are they? They're sitting, that B-roll is sitting on the floor somewhere. It exists. 
I think John is it John Sales who directed that one. I forget. He's like, I don't remember. He's got like hanging over Woody uh, uh, or uh, Wesley's life. You say one negative thing about me, bro. You, well, that's why he didn't have money to pay taxes. He was being blackmailed <laughs> on the side. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I like. To, I, I don't you think that the football scenes would be relatively underwhelming? The football scenes, or, or pardon me, the, the the sports scenes. I was thinking. I was trying to in my head. Yeah. I was simultaneously trying to think of sports movies where it could work, and I'm like, it doesn't. Yeah, because there's no game flow. They're stopping and starting and taking yeah. shots, and it's just like there's a guy running this way. Okay, everybody, crazy. You got to film it a certain way, and so yeah, angles and stuff. Yeah, I guess you right. haven't watched the movie, so these are just actors to you. Yeah, unless right. it's blue chips, and it's like, well, there's Shaq and there's Penny, right, right. and possibly, but still, probably not. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Let's move on to our next thing. Thank you very much, Chuck Clark. Very kind of you to send in a topic for us to talk about. Uh, next one is from Ashley Prowse and says, hey, guys, hope you're all set for a very different Christmas. He sent this a couple of days before Christmas. Hope 2021 brings you luck, fortune, success and all of that. My question is, with the lack of films coming out, will you guys do a top 10 TV shows in the future? Stay safe. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Best wishes. Uh, Ashley Prowls. It's it's not. This has come up a few times lately. It has. It has. Yeah. Um. So apparently, people want us to do fucking some sort of the uh, back off, people. We get it. <laughs> we get it. I mean, we just did last week the top ten uh film uh, top things things we miss about going to the theater. So that was yeah. kind of our way of stepping out of our normal it's a little curveball. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's look, there's still many, many, many topics and movies that we can tackle that are related. And yes, we uh, we had been doing the show attached to a new release, so that kind of hindered us a little bit. But I feel like we've navigated it well, as much as can be expected. And the movies are starting to slowly come out now because they're going to come out on streaming, they're going to come out on on uh, on other, in other places and in the theaters as well. Uh, it doesn't mean that people are going to be running back to the theater because uh, I, I saw yesterday Regal is going to try to open their theaters in L.A. in like April or something or or, or March. Um, so, OK, so if they start to open their theaters, they're going to sure. need content. So we'll see if the studios are going to now start dropping these things day and date across the board for the next year. So we'll have stuff to connect to it. So that won't be an issue. But that being said. Uh, Matt and I have discussed the top 10 TV shows or top 10 TV characters or whatever. I'm sure that's something we could kick around as a fun change of pace for us. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I think if the past 10 months have shown us anything, that it's anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> for good or for ill. That's 10 fucking hours. What are you talking about? I know, but 10, <laughs> it's been about 10 months where... <laughs> If if you want to tell me 2021 was the Mayans were dyslexic on the last two digits of 2012, yeah, yeah, it was like actually it was it was 2021. I I buy it, I buy it. So it's been a hell of a buildup. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's possible we could do a TV topic or something along those lines uh, to deviate from the norm a little bit. Yeah. Uh, also, it keeps it you know interesting for us as well to do something different. Absolutely. That's I mean more than anything else, it's really what we're inspired to do because that's when you're going to get our best shows is when Matt and I are both on the same page and we're inspired by a topic or inspired to explore on a, uh, something more on a topic and, and kind of bring our best to it. So, yeah. 
cut to us in like 18 years. I don't, we're doing top 10 granola bars this week. <laughs> we're still doing this thing in 18 years. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone, uh, once in again, one of us just, you can see a pistol shakily coming into. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 eighth installments in a franchise. Oh, my God. <laughs> Top 10 second directors on sci-fi movies from the 80s. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. God help us all. God help us all. <laughs> oh, but I mean, maybe. Uh, but the thing we haven't done in a while is have a guest on the show. So maybe down the road, that would be something we explore more. In sure. Because everyone's sitting at home, man. I've been nervous about reaching out to people because I, you know, you're like you, you never know. But then I see people that like are have way less followers than I do are somehow able to land these these guests or these stars or these actors or these directors. And I'm like, well, shit! If all you have to do is ask, because they're probably just sitting around waiting to talk about something, then why not? So it could be fun for us to get some more guests on the show in 2021 for sure. So that's another way we can kind of extend this thing out a little bit and have a little fun. Sure. But, uh, you know, I don't top 10 granola bars. I'm down. I'm down. I do Hopefully it's a long way off. Long yeah. way off. We won't be able to, I don't know if we'll be able to eat granola in 18 years. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how many teeth I'm going to have left. I mean, do you, what do you think the fucking chances are? The Regal actually makes it open more than 48 hours with a try March, April. I don't know. Yeah, they're talking about they're talking about March or April, something yeah. like that. I There's forget. stories where ambulance is getting waved off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in two two months, two months we're going to be right as rain. I highly doubt that. Yeah, they're uh, looking to open in March in New York uh, and a couple okay. other places and Los Angeles. Yeah. So crazy to think about, but I agree with you, man. And I'll tell you this why, because like, I'm not going to reveal too much. Cause I can't certain things I can't say, but um, I have people I know who are high up in the LA and Beverly LA and San Diego areas for like um, in the corners departments. And the yeah, departments? Those, the corner departments corner. Oh, department. okay. Sure. And, and uh, I, they have let it be known that what you're hearing is true. Like the ambulance stuff I heard about, I knew about that like a month ago, that that was something that they were kicking around and I was shocked by it all. But like, this is what they're doing now. They, if, if you're not a person, if they, they're going to try to, you know, a couple times, if they can't save you or whatever, that's it, you're done. And they're going to call the uh, people to come get you and put you in the back. So it just depends on the city you're in. It depends on the city. LA right now is so strapped uh, with, for space, for bodies. Yeah, It's just insane. So they've got to do these regulations now where they don't waste time I don't mean waste time in a negative way, but they don't spend time, I guess, spend time uh, trying to resuscitate you for too long because after a while, it's just it can't be done. And they don't they have to move on to the next call because they've got all these bodies from people who are getting COVID. I mean, we had forty one hundred deaths yesterday as of this recording. Yeah. Crazy. I didn't know that they had officially said that there's a specific limitation on the number of times of resuscitation or if there's a time limit or something along those lines. I just read about numerous hospitals their oxygen capacity was technically it's in every room but it was never designed to be used in every room right right so to right. pump that much oxygen through you have to keep the pressure up which freezes the pipes and then would cut off oxygen circulation to everybody so you have to limit the number of people on it and you're like yeah. i'm sorry there's nothing we can do yeah otherwise we could potentially be killing all of these people so yeah. we're waving you off <laughs> 
we are yeah. waving you off. You need to go yeah. somewhere else. And you're like, all right. Yeah, uh, yeah this is yeah. it's banana times, banana times. But anyway, so we're going back to the movies in two months. <laughs> I, think, I think by March, they said it might open on March 72nd or March yeah. 83rd. Because uh, yeah. I, I would guess July, June, July. Yeah. August. Uh, yeah. No, then. Just to clarify, this is on NPR. So I'm not like speaking out of turn. Los Angeles County Emergency Medical Service Agencies are directing EMTs not to bring people who have little chance of survival into hospitals. That's the thing. So they're only going to resuscitate you for a little bit. And it's exactly for what you said, Matt, to conserve oxygen out in the field. Right. Exactly. And in the rooms. So it's mind blowing, man. It's just mind blowing what's happening. So yeah, movies in two months. No way. No way. They can try. They can say all that shit. Maybe New York, maybe other places, but certainly not here. No, no. It's too nuts in LA. It's too nuts, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's craziness. Anyway, all right. Uh, Was that the answer? Did we answer that one? Yeah, I think so. We'll we'll consider it, Ashley. That's for sure. Um, Henrik Winterland. His body is a Winterland. That's right. Hey there, John and Matt. Hope both of you are doing well. My question to the both of you is, what is a historical event or historical individual that you would like to see a movie about that hasn't been done slash done well? Personally, I'd love to see a great movie about Teddy Roosevelt or the Donner Party. Jesus Christ. Uh, thanks in advance and stay safe. Best wishes, Henrik. Um, all right, Matt. Uh, the Donner Party where they eat each other or Teddy Roosevelt. So you tell me, uh, what's, a, what's a historical thing you'd want to see? Well, we kind of saw Donner Party in Ravenous, and I like Ravenous a lot. Fair point. Uh, yeah. I I understand that it is not a well liked movie, but for some reason the mania of it really works for me. Uh-huh. Uh is it Richard Carlyle? Robert Carlyle. Was it Robert Carlyle? Okay. Robert Carlyle. I just hey. remember what's his face? The guy with the bright blue eyes. I forget his name. It's Ethan Hawk. Is it Ethan Hawk? Maybe. Let's take a look here. Ravenous. For our uh, podcast listeners, I am yeah, it is uh, Guy Pierce, Robert Carlyle, David Arquette, Jeremy Davies, Neil McDonough. Who I'm thinking of, uh, Jeffrey Jones is up in this thing. Yeah, uh, don't 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 eat me, don't eat me. Um, and who are you saying? Who are you saying? Who's the other person? No, there's no Ethan Hawke. Guy Pierce, no, Guy Pierce is Ethan Hawke. Who I was okay, thinking okay. of? They're Ethan Hawke. Okay. Um, yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's. I understand the criticism of people saying it's not a good movie because it's not it's not fun. Okay. But I don't know how you do a movie about that and make it fun. Like it's dark and depressing and it's not, you know. Wow. Anyway, it, it worked for me. So if you want to watch the Donner Party, go watch Ravenous. <laughs> <laughs> That's my recommendation to you. Uh they, Teddy, they, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Teddy Teddy be a good one. Um yeah. Just about any compelling president I'd be in on. And then okay. historical figure. Well, we've already seen the Gandhi. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Genghis Khan's not including, you know, what's already been previously done. Love okay. to see that. Okay. I'd love to see a good Alexander. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Good call. Yeah. I I don't despise Colin Farrell's. It's not like the worst thing I've ever seen. Right, right. Uh, it's just for as epic as that man's life apparently was that yeah. movie just didn't live up to it's a, how do you do it though i mean it's really difficult but anyway yeah um i like the teddy roosevelt idea sure 
we've seen a good, and I don't want to speak out to, but we've seen a good Hitler movie in uh, Downfall. I think that's covered. What uh, What about uh, a movie from the perspective of James Cromwell? Oh, okay. So leader of the British forces in the American Revolution. Yeah. So to come in with these superior forces and then ultimately having to, you know, superior forces from the acclaimed world's strongest nation with the greatest Navy in the world and the fighting force that nobody wants to go up against and to lose that to a group of colonies. Yeah. I think that'd be super interesting. I like that. I like that. I like that approach to it. Uh, We've seen a bunch of films about Elizabeth, about Victoria, about Elizabeth the first. Have we seen a good King Henry the eighth? Have we seen a good, I mean, a lot, I've, I've, I've been doing some weird deep dives. I've been watching that show Wolf Hall that's on, um, that was on PBS and, uh, and it's, I'm sure it's a British show first. And then it was on PBS here in the States, but, uh, Damien Lewis plays King Henry the eighth. Right. And it's like, well, before you see the rotund pictures, he actually wasn't, uh, rotund when he was King initially, it was just later. Um, so an interesting exploration of his story would be good. I think, isn't that part of the tutors or whatever? I, I, I don't know what, whatever his, whatever that guy's name is playing one of the, uh, maybe he's playing King Henry VIII. I don't know, but I'd like to see that uh, in okay. a movie exploration. Um, have we seen a good FDR movie? We haven't seen a good FDR movie. That motherfucker served almost four terms. We haven't seen a good FDR movie. Yeah. Uh, there's what the, the Bill Murray one. Ah, Yeah. There's also the Kenneth Branagh one where he's getting his legs back uh, or he's going Hope Springs or whatever it's called. But uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I haven't seen one where it's like, you know, he's in, in command, you know, he's the president yeah. for God's sakes. Um, I know John Voight played him ironically in Pearl Harbor, but it, it, I don't know. I just feel like uh, it, there should be a movie. Uh, yeah. That one, that wasn't it. <laughs> no, I've it wasn't seen it. it. That I wasn't it. The movie's terrible. That wasn't it. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, that's all right though hey what are you gonna do you know what are you gonna do they can't all be gems no 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 um is there anybody else i it's cornwallis not cromwell cromwell i knew i said the wrong thing and i just looked it up i was like what what is it i know it's not corn Corn. yeah there you go anyway i felt bad about that that whole time i like Genghis khan i like that idea I, it's impossible to do though. Yeah. I think because you would need I minimum to me would be three hours, but you might need a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's a long fucking movie. Yeah. It's tough to sustain. Have we seen if, a good George Washington movie? I don't think we've seen a good no. George Washington movie. Or a good Ben Franklin. Yeah. I mean, just I mean you got 1776, but oh. that's not really the Ben Franklin story, but yeah, that would be cool because we got Lincoln with with uh, Lincoln. We got that. That's that, you could wrap the book on that. Like you can just close the book. I don't need to see another Lincoln. If, if you do one, great. But Daniel okay. Day just really nailed it. You know, in terms of the performance. Um, Charlemagne. Oh, King Charlemagne. All mm-hmm. right, all right, all right. Just uh, what was that like? I don't know. Bring it to life for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, any of the Roman, I'm trying to get a stick, you know, veer from the Roman and Greek because those come up the most often. Right. 
I mean, there's has there been one in the States for Simone Bolivar? I mean, the guy who liberated so many Latino countries, so many Spanish, so many countries that spoke Spanish down there in South America. Well, I'd like to see one. I, there's probably one that was made in, in South America. That's probably incredible, but never made it in the States. Yeah. I'd like to see one in the States, you know, so... The guys, we've been running uh, through the Jeopardy stuff on Netflix. We were just tearing through Jeopardy episodes. And one of the categories was Boulevard. And I was like, oh, my God. If he's got his own category, there should be a movie done for this guy in here in the States. For God's sake. So just yeah. put it out. Uh, I wish I knew more. I would know the name of somebody said it, but of Aztec and Incan leaders. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, know, I want to say this. Aztecs had one called Smoke Jaguar. It's a great name. I'm sorry. It's a great name. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Smoke Jaguar. I want to look this up. Yeah, either that was his name or that's what he was called. You know what I mean? Oh. It's like, oh, it's it's You're right. whatever a common name was, and then his but I, I'm pretty sure it's called Smoke Jaguar. Chan Emix Kowalil is the uh actual name of him, but yes, yeah, Smoke okay. Jaguar. He's the 12th ruler of the Maya city, Copan. Mayan, there you go. It wasn't even the yeah. Incas, Aztecs. It was the fucking Mayans. I, yeah, I got was, that wrong. He's Great thought name. to be the, the longest reigning king of Copan, ruling from 628 to 695. Wow. He became and king at 15. Oof. All right. Uh, yeah, that could be interesting. Or the... Okay. The what the Incans that came into contact with the Spanish. I know I've read that individual's name, but I couldn't tell you it off the top of my I mean, no chance. Okay. It's been a long time. Oh. What about some of the Native American leaders? I mean, we haven't seen anything. We have we seen anything yeah. Chief, Chief Joseph Chief Joseph sitting bull, Geronimo. Uh like have we seen their points of views made by Native American directors, written by Native American writers, like starring mm-hmm. Native American actors? But getting a a a big release from the studios, I, I would like to see that. You know, our country's history, um, and uh, all of that for sure. I, I'd be down with that. Uh, yeah, Atahualpa was the last Incan Empire. So Emperor, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Nothing. No, no. Um, yeah, supposedly when the Spanish showed up, the people that saw him never seen a horse, so they thought that it was one being. A man and a horse together. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you're like Jesus. I mean, what else? I don't know what what the hell you would think in that instance. But the centaur. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who else? Who else? What about good Hulk Hogan? Oh wait, that's coming. Never mind. That is coming. <laughs> is he, can we call him a, a historical figure at this I point? Mean, I feel like I feel like he's historical. <laughs> Yeah, yes, you're not wrong. Isn't Reagan a historical figure? And he was big in the 80s, too. Oh, so Hulk Hogan is as important to the average person as a president. I, I look, I'm going to put it out there. I would argue. You could have a conversation with people and be like, do you who do you do you know? Do you if I say the word Reagan or Hulk Hogan and see how many people would not know one over the other? I think it'd be very close. I think it would be very close, Matt. Okay. Right now. <laughs> what do you mean right now? Who, who was the famous wrestler during Thomas Jefferson's time? There was, a, there was no famous wrestler. <laughs> exactly. So 200 years from now, <laughs> some people may know. Uh, it was Hulk Hogan. 
It was the smoke <laughs> smoke jaguar. That's what it was. He is, but he will be this Ronald Reagan will be smoke jaguar, who <laughs> history will remember. People will remember Hulk Hogan to, the, uh, to, to some degree, but it should dissipate. Time. It should dissipate. No way. No Very way. few celebrities carry over. Okay. How how many celebrities of that kind of residence from the 50s still have that effect now? Paul Newman. People still remember Paul Newman from the 50s. Yeah. Uh, well, people go all the way back. You could do Bogart. You could do Clark Gable, Jimmy Stewart. There's a yeah. number. There's a number. Yeah, but we're talking, given all the people that were going at that point, here's right. the 8 to 10 that, sur- that now translate over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in 50 years of that 8 to 10, will it still be 8 to 10 or will it be 4 to 5? To make a good point, maybe, maybe. I mean, like, how many people remember the great wrestlers from the 50s? There no. aren't that many that remember them. I mean, you've got Gorgeous George. You've got some of the other professional wrestlers. Uh, but they start to fade a little bit as, yeah. as the generations go on. I mean, Hogan, Hogan is different. Hogan is different. He, he, well, he was the first true international star thank you he was immortal thanks to television now yes. people across the world could see this and he has i mean it's completely different than wrestlers of a previous era yeah so he could re- be remembered as the first of a style of entertainment that in a future generations will also as adults be befuddled that their friends can still watch it mm-hmm. two or three times a week because that's where i'm at now and i can't believe wrestling still has a hold on oh, yeah. 40-year-old guys that I know. It is amazing. So I think that will still exist. And there will still be people like me questioning why. The leg drop of death. Come on. I, how do you tune in twice, three twice. times a week? There's like five shows now, dude. Six, actually, because you've got Raw, SmackDown, NXT. That's the WWE brand. Then you have AEW, Dynamite. Then you have Impact, Ring of Honor. There's so much now going on in professional and the women's, women's stuff, the women's uh, uh, divisions as well. So there's a lot. Sounds like too much. Sounds like too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, people have said that. People have said they're kind of thinning out the product a little bit with the amount of wrestling that you're seeing. So yeah. But somebody's watching because they're still on the air. Yeah. To me, that that product is so thin. It's you know. Completely transparent. That's how thin that product is. I can see right through it. <laughs> oh, I was just looking at my book. Yeah, maybe a thing on Kurosawa. Have we seen? We haven't seen a movie on Kurosawa as a director or Toshiro Mifune as an actor. That would be sure. very interesting to see in terms of historical figures, for sure. Um, all right. I think that's good, man. Let's wrap up. We're at almost 35 yeah. minutes. Uh, thank you, Henrik Winterland, for that uh, great question. Um, and thank you to everyone who sent in questions today. And thank you to all of you who are patrons of the top 10 and send in your questions or topics for us to discuss. We appreciate it. Uh, yes, we do. And if you want to join us and be part of the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And I think that's it for this week. Uh, you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. Yeah, you can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. And please sign up to our YouTube channel as well. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just type in the top 10 and either one of our names and it should come up there. So go and sign up there and uh, and give our uh, content some likes and some views and, and some comments. We'd appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you next time on another brand new episode of Topic Thunder.